morning, noon, or night, you've tuned into the podcast that you need in your life. I am your host, Mo, and welcome to the Mean Girls 1821 Experience, which you know is a podcast where we mean what we say, say what we mean, and we do it all within three to five minutes-ish. Y'all know what the ish is for. Tell me. Tell me. Then tell your neighbor. The Holy Ghost. Now, why in the world would I quench the spirit? Child, last week we was like a nine-minute show. What is it, Jesus? What is it? But I'm grateful. Nevertheless, you know the deal, you know the drill. Let's honor ourselves. What is this, week three, four? It's actually the end of January. January, just like that. Done. We made it. How you doing? How you hanging? Because adulting is the ghetto and life be life in. But if you're still breathing and have an opportunity to give God glory, I'm grateful for that for you. Nevertheless, the premise of this podcast is true. So each and every Friday, via my YouTube channel and or using your podcast app, I'm going to encourage you to do two things. Number one, show up fully. Because those that mind don't matter and those that matter don't mind. To walk with integrity and last but not least, to reflect. Now, sometimes those things don't come naturally. I had the opportunity to speak at a woman's breakfast called Praises Pray, hosted by my sister and friend Jaquita. And the scripture of focus was Proverbs 31, 26. But in the preceding text, child, this one hair is really trying to trying to set me up. You see that? You see that? Stay. Nevertheless, um, in the preceding text, I believe it was Proverbs 31 chapter, yeah, Proverbs 31 verse 7, it was talking about those who are wise will, child, let, let, let me not guess, I'll be back, I'm gonna bring it up. It's actually Proverbs 1 verse 7 which says the following, because before we jump to the last chapter, there are some things in the beginning of the book that we should know. It says, um, fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Why am I bringing that up? Sometimes we need assistance. So if you go to www.meangirls1821.com, I have two resources available. Number one, an e-course. That's right, a six-week comprehensive e-course helping you maneuver through this world as a Mean Girls 1821 woman. And if you're like, you know what, I'm a man, I can't get no help here. I got news for you. I have a female and male 1821 journal because it's imperative that men and women mean what they say and say what they mean. And sometimes you need a scaffolded approach on how to maneuver through your week. It comes with prompts. It comes with um, ways to be proactive versus reactive. It's beautiful. I love it and I'm super proud of it. So head over to the website, use those resources, and I pray that they bless you. I've taken too much of your time. Let's begin today's episode. So lately, God has really been dealing with me as it relates to leadership and what that looks like. As many of you guys know, I got a new job about a month or so ago as a dean, and that testimony can be heard in the episode entitled, I Quit My Job. But as I maneuver in this position, I've realized as I have reflected over my leadership roles throughout my career, the number one thing that stood out for me as a leader is my ability to have impact. And I've realized a couple of things. Number one, that giftedness does not qualify you for leadership. Most people that are gifted don't have the tools to lead because most gifted people only know how to elevate themselves. Leaders are interested and equipped to elevate others. 
And so with that concept in mind, I really was thinking like, Lord, I know I can do that in my job. I'm gifted in that area. I'm, I'm really good at seeing a problem, fixing it immediately and prayerfully inspiring others to come up as well. But how do we do that um, in accordance to your word? In what way should we live our lives as leaders in accordance to your word? And here are two scriptures that came up that I want to share with you. Number one is 1 Timothy 3, 1 through 7. Now, in this passage of scripture, um, not only is it telling us what we should do, um, but it's holding us accountable. I think we forget as leaders, um, we're in the forefront because... Um, we are mature enough to be held accountable, which means we're going to make mistakes and that's okay. It's about growing and learning and accepting the fact that, hey, I am willing and open to be held accountable because there are people looking up to me in an effort to grow themselves. And so if I can't be open about my mistakes and my journey and be open to grow and learn, how are they going to be open about their mistakes and be open and have a growth mindset so that they in turn can grow as well. So here's what 1 Timothy 3 verses 1 through 7 says. This is a trustworthy saying. If someone aspires to be a church leader, he desires an honorable position. So a church leader must be a man whose life is above reproach. He must be faithful to his wife. He must exercise self-control, live wisely, and have a good reputation. He must enjoy having guests in his home. Y'all, I'm tired of mean leaders. How do you how you lead and don't like people? That, that was a side note. How do you lead and don't like being around people? Coming from somebody who's an extroverted introvert because when I'm done with people, I literally leave because I know that type of attitude isn't conducive for an environment with a lot of people. So I have to put on strength for that. But when that strength has run dry, I exit. But as a leader, bro, how? 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 If you don't like people, please don't lead. Just pick somebody else. Pick somebody else. Because in the beginning of this text, it says, if someone aspires this position, it's honorable. Child, it's not required. You don't have to lead. I can't get no help. Because it don't have to be you. You can be gifted by yourself. Grow yourself. Leave the rest of us out of it because we are tired. I'm back. He must enjoy having guests in his home and must be able to teach. He must not be a heavy drinker or be violent. He must be gentle, not quarrelsome, and not love money. He must manage his own family well. Child, we don't handle ourselves. We try to lead other people. What is it, Lord? Have children who respect and obey him. If a man cannot manage his own household, how can he take care of God's church? Child, the true testament of leadership is how you lead yourself. Stop running to these positions and you can't lead your own life. Okay? Um, for a man, for if a man cannot manage his own household, how can he take care of God's church? A church leader must not be a new believer because he might become proud and the devil would cause him to fall. Also, people outside the church must speak well of him so that he will not be disgraced and fall into the devil's trap. That was a mouthful. And it sounds like a lot of accountability. It almost sounds unattainable. 
right? But we know, like we speaked about last week, that holiness is not perfection. These are just some parameters, some boundaries that we need to understand as leaders, specifically in the church. But I'll even bring it to the world because we are the church. So wherever we go, we bring the church with us. Let's be above reproach. Let's make it hard for the enemy to shoot at us. Let's be the example to others through our lives instead of just our mouths. Another scripture that really stands out as relates to what's required as a leader is Hebrews 13, 17, which says, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning. For that would be of no advantage to you. Now that seems to be speaking from the learner's perspective, but it really sticks out to me as a leader in my own life. I am accountable for these souls. I even apply this to my work. The people I encounter, I pray that they feel my spirit, feel encouraged that they're not berated. No, don't do it groaning. That's no good to nobody. Don't berate people who are sent to help you. That's not going to help anybody, especially not you. And so as you continue to lead your life God's way, as you uh, continue to mean what you say and say what you mean in accordance to Proverbs 18.21, please remember that leadership is less about elevating yourself, but elevating those in your possession. And you do that by holding yourself accountable, living above reproach, managing your own family, right? Manage what's in your hand. And I promise you, if you align yourself, leading won't feel so taxing. I love you. I pray this blessed you. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mean Girls 1821 podcast with me, your host, Mo. Tune in each and every Friday for a fresh episode exclusively found on my YouTube channel or using the podcast app. And always remember, words have power. So whenever you speak, mean what you say and say what you mean. Take care.